you have the American dream. You run your own business. But running a business turns out to be more than you thought. It's a pain in the neck. You're not getting where you want to go. You're not getting what you want to get. And you're working 97 hours a week. We're here to help you fix that. This is the Small Business Celebration Podcast. I am your host, Michael Roberts, and on this podcast, you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Before we begin our interview with this week's successful small business visioneer, I want to take a moment and thank you, the listener, for listening to Small Business Celebration. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you're about to hear an example of why after several thousand downloads in just over a year, small business owners, partners, general managers, presidents, and CEOs continue to download Small Business Celebration in record numbers on a weekly basis. We thank the tremendous content that our Visioneer guests continue to provide this podcast, our sponsors, and you, Visioneer Nation, who have subscribed to this podcast, internalized our guests' valuable insight, and because of it, are growing a strong and profitable business. And we thank you. Our guest today is Kevin Burton, who's the Administrative Director of Business Development and Governmental Affairs at Klein, DiNatale, and Goldner who are attorneys at law here in Bakersfield, and we're here in his conference room. Welcome to the podcast, Kevin. Hey, welcome. Thank you, Michael, for having me here. I'm excited to be here. You are the Administrative Director of Business Development. What is it that you do? So what I do here at the, at the firm is I help look at the other areas of law that our firm practices, and mm-hmm. that be in ag, oil and gas, HR law. I look at those things, and I look at our companies that we have already existing that we handle here, their services, and if we don't handle certain areas of law that they may be using someone else outside our firm, Hmm. then I try to discuss the opportunities of them coming and using our firm as an exclusive kind of in-house counsel, if you would. Mm -hmm. So let's say maybe we're doing their business work, we're doing their land acquisitions, if it's a, a land company. But we're not doing our HR work, and we're not doing mm. other areas of law that they're maybe using somebody here or in San Francisco or Los Angeles. I bring them in here. I get the right attorneys in. We meet with them. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's just not the right opportunity at that point in time because we do have great relationships with other attorneys that they have had for a number of years at their company. And so we don't want to ruin those relationships. But I just think, well, if I can make it easier for the companies to have an in-house counsel where the attorneys that have an issue, they can go just down the hall to meet with their business attorney. They can go down this side, go meet with their HR attorney. So they're having to make phone calls to all these other people and might not get them on the phone. You have them here. And so I've been very successful bringing along these different companies here locally and in the Central Valley to come exclusively use KDG here for all their legal services. And we have the attorneys that can handle those cases. About how many attorneys work in the firm here in Bakersfield? So right now we have 34 attorneys here in our Bakersfield firm. We have an office also in Fresno mm-hmm. in the Fig Garden Corporate Plaza. And we also have an office uh, in San Diego downtown. But what size is the business that comes and uses the services here? So our firm uh, handles every variety of, of different companies. So small, medium, large Fortune 500s, Fortune 100s. Our firm represents a ton of different companies throughout the Central Valley. We have several companies that do international work as well. Mm-hmm. Really not a company out there that we couldn't handle the size because we, like I said, we probably have some that have maybe three employees to several thousand employees. When a client is considering a firm, 
to handle their HR needs. And just so our listeners know, I I actually ran into Kevin at the Kern County Sherm convention and event that was just about a few weeks ago. And I said, you know, Kevin, we got to have you on the podcast and talk about business <laughs> development. But beyond HR, what are some of the other services that your firm does offer to their to business owners? So, I mean, we have several different areas that our firm uh, practices in. We have the ag law. We do. We represent several different ag companies throughout the Central Valley. We also represent several municipalities and water districts. Hmm. Uh, Joe Hughes, who is our managing partner here at the firm, uh, oversees that department and has several districts throughout uh, California. Also, we do asset protection, bankruptcy. Our usual bankruptcies we handle a lot would be in the Chapter 12 on the farming side, mm-hmm. 11s and 13s. We do a lot of reorganizations. In fact, Jacob Eaton here at our firm in Hagop Bedoyan at our firm in Fresno handle a lot of those. And, and Jacob handles a lot of the dairy farms here in the Central Valley. Unfortunately, hmm. the way California is heading, we, we're seeing a lot of moving out of state. But we do also a lot of the business commercial litigation construction, real estate, land use type stuff. We have a big HR department here as well that's headed up by Jay Rosalie, and he has four other attorneys in his area. Environmental law, we do a lot of estate planning. We do probate law here at the firm. Our estate planning attorneys, Nancy Oler and uh, Ayler and Kevin um, Barry Goldner and Chris Hamilton here, the attorney, not the doctor. Uh, they're all, they're all, they all have their LLMs and their tax attorneys as well. Uh, and we have Vinny Otto that's here at our firm, and he started a couple of years ago, and he's done very well here in the estate planning. We also do some health care law that uh, Barry Goldner heads up here at the firm. And we have a lot of different other you know areas. We do not-for-profit organizations here, and then we have we set up partnerships and corporations. And we do we have a patent trademark department here at the ah. firm, and that's headed up by Jim Duncan and Scott Kimsey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Jim Duncan is one of our assistant managing partners. And also we have pension and risk. So we do a lot, not the HR side, but also Jay Rosenlieb is the lead attorney in the Central Valley when it comes to having to work with companies that have unions. So mm. he does a lot of negotiations on that, and he's done a phenomenal job. And at any given time, he can be working on two to four different contracts for our companies here locally. And then, um, you know, products liability, we'll, we'll work on those types of cases and unfair competition and kind of trade secrets. We will, but it, it is, it's a wide array of services that our firm handles. Don't do any criminal law at the firm. We do have a personal injury department here at our firm here in our San Diego firm. It's all they do. They handle all personal injury. And these are, can be companies that are national companies that will do a lot of work that will sue on, on some major cases in the past. It sounds like that this firm is one-stop shopping for anything that's not criminal. Yes, everything that's not criminal. <laughs> if there is a specific area of law that they're looking at, and we don't handle it because it's just something that's that we just don't handle, we'll have the experts that uh, we can lean on to help on those types of cases. It doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. Usually our, our firm can handle almost anything that comes through the doors. And, uh, you know, we've got some really, really smart attorneys here. And, and they come from a variety of different schools, from San Diego to Kentucky, Columbia, Notre Dame, USC, 
Santa Clara. I'm sorry, I've never heard of any of those places. (laughs) (laughs) Pepperdine. (laughs) So it is. It's amazing how many how many the the students have our students. How many uh, of our attorneys have gone just to some you know phenomenal schools, and a lot of them are from Bakersfield. They came right back to Bakersfield, and we hired them here in our firm. So it's nice to say that we have a probably ninety percent of our attorneys here are homegrown folks. For those of our listeners who don't know you, are you an attorney? I'm not. I, I play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how is it that, well, first of all, before we get into that, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? You know, they can reach me here at the firm. My direct line uh, here at the firm is 661-328-5269. That's 661 328 Five two six nine, and then my email address is k burton b u r t o n at kleinlaw dot com. So that's k burton at klein k l e i n law l a w dot com. You are not an attorney, but are you an attorney spokesman? I feel like I am. I am obviously someone who likes to help market the firm and be able to, you know, that's the one area too. You really got to be focused on of is the different areas that the certain attorneys practice it. Right. And so you kind of always want to be just on the edge of when you're going to discuss an attorney, what areas he or she practices in. And that's difficult for me sometimes. I know what area, but I might not know the other two or three different elements to Mm. that estate planning or what things that they're, they're looking at doing. But it's always nice to know areas here, the main areas. And I'm sure that if you get one wrong, they let you know. Oh, they'll let me know, <laughs> trust me. That's why it's always nice to have the attorney with you when you're discussing uh, what 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 they're looking at, what the uh, you know potential client needs, so then they can you just give it to them and have them take care of it. Why on earth would a law firm hire someone who's not an attorney to sell their business? In law firms, attorneys aren't always out there on the streets at every given time of the day because they're having to be here to do their hourly work bill, but to be here for the clients, for their legal needs. Mm -hmm. We have some great attorneys that do some great marketing for themselves out there, and they've built up their practice. But it's nice to have someone who's out there who can help build those areas that they're building up in the firm. It could be the HR side that they're trying to build a little further up in these different companies. Mm-hmm. Certain attorneys say, hey, Burton, here's four or five different companies that I've been trying to work on. I'd love to see if there's an opportunity for us to do legal work for them. Mm-hmm. I go out. We meet with them. I build relationships for a living, and mm-hmm. that's what I've done for about 24 years mm-hmm. of what I've done here in the community. If I don't know them, I'll know someone who does know them, and it just takes a little bit of time. Those meetings might not end up tomorrow, might not end up sometime in the near future or this year, but eventually we'll get something scheduled, get in front of them, and build, start building those relationships. But it is critical, big firms, having someone like me is not is, is not out of the ordinary, especially large firms. Right. You look at other firms in San Francisco or Los Angeles or even up in the, in the Central Valley, large firms like ours usually have someone like ours. For Visioneer Nation who don't have that large of a firm, what is, well, let me let me put it this way. 
When you sit down and you look at business development for the firm, and there's a particular area that could be improved as far mm-hmm. as volume goes or yeah. caseloads goes, they sit down with you and say, we would like to target dairy farmers, for example, or whatever. How, how does that process work here at the firm? So, uh, in particular, you know, we may sit down with uh, one of the areas of the departments here at the firm, mm-hmm. and we could say, you know, ag, for instance, and say, hey, Kevin, you know, we're interested in, in maybe increasing. There's a couple of different companies. I think that would be great. We represent companies of that of that model or that that size here. Is there an opportunity? Maybe we can get in front of them and let them know some opportunities that our firm can. We've done some work in the past for them, mm-hmm. but maybe there's an opportunity here for us to do a lot more for them and maybe bring all the all their business work here. And so it just starts for like that in a meeting, and then I go out, start looking around, and, and maybe we'll know somebody there, or I have somebody that knows the CEO or the CFO or the COO, and in the scheduled time, we meet, maybe have lunch, discuss an opportunity for us to get in front of their team. Is it ran by the board? Is it run by the CEO? Does the COO need to be there? Who needs to be at the table? And then what attorneys need to be there at that second meeting or third meeting to make sure that we have the right people at the table who can answer the questions and, and help hopefully broker a deal that we can get together. And then from there, maybe then have a meeting here at the firm. And we can come together and bring other attorneys, but there will be one lead attorney that will literally handle the whole meeting. And then he'll just call upon the other attorneys to chime in on certain areas of law that maybe they don't have the specialty in. Ron, what's with the kazoo? That doesn't sound very much like Christmas holidays. It's because New Year's is just around the corner. And many small business leaders like to inspire their employees and their favorite clients for a terrific new year ahead. And each time a visioneer reserves an order for our affordable tables, linens, plates, flatware, glasswares, and all the other decorations or tents you may need, we blow a kazoo. But what if I want to reserve all of our party needs from you at Geronco? Is it too late for the new year? Mike, I'll tell you and any member of Visionaire Nation that listens to this podcast, come on down to our shop at 7501 Brundage Lane here in Bakersfield or give us a call at 661-325-0855 or check us out on our website at Joronco Rentals, that's J-O-R-O-N-C-O, rentals with an S, dot com. Wait, let me get a piece of paper and, and a pen. And that was 7501 East Brundage Lane here in Bakersfield, at 661-325-0855 or on your website at Dronco Rentals. That's J-O-R-O-N-C-O rentals.com. We're here with Kevin Burton, who's the Administrative Director of Business Development and Governmental Affairs with Client Dina Tyler Goldner. And I wanted to explore a little bit further the need for people in business development why are people in business development crucial to the success of a business? Well, it's crucial because business development, in any role you play, you're the poster. You're the billboard for the company. Mm. And that can be on a variety of different areas of title. It could be it's the CEO, it's the, it's the president, it's the COO, it's the CFO, it's the CEO. You know, it's the, the I, I say it, the C-suite. <laughs> and also, uh, anybody out there who's connecting with the community, 
you're the billboard for that company. Mm. And for the community to understand what you do, you have to have someone out there that can discuss the business, what you practice in, what you do, what you do good at, and and figure out through that what is your target market. Mm. You know, you don't want to saturate people. You want to target your market of what your what what you what you practice in what whatever you know whatever widgets you you you're you're out marketing. And I think it's important too if starting that relationship that Bakersfield Chamber of Commerce, I can tell you, was my first in to how business development and how to develop relationships back in 1998 when I worked for Harvey Hall as his public relations marketing director. Hmm. And I'm telling you, the chamber changed my whole perspective and drive of how to build relationships. How so? Because I was exposed to different companies and organizations I wouldn't be accustomed to or being able to meet by just driving my vehicle around, my hall ambulance marketing vehicle around, <laughs> and going to convalescent hospitals and, and heading to the ER to just make sure things are being okay and taken care of and our ambulance crews are, are doing, their, doing their, you know, their job. Right. Here I was able to be exposed to a variety of different companies who are coming into town and they're investing here. And these are folks who are going to need maybe CPR training. They're going to need first aid training maybe transport to the hospital and have I have contacts there. So it just built from there. It's the same thing working at a firm. Working at uh, Kleindien and Tele Goldner, you know, I'm at a chamber function. You're going to meet people here who are building businesses who may need an attorney. Right. May just need a simple agreement put together. If it's a larger company, they have employee issues. You know, state of California, God bless you know, California, we have a lot of laws that have been, that have been, <laughs> been signed in place uh, by our by by Newsom. That's really made some. It, it's it, it's employee friendly state right. versus employer friendly state, and right. so maybe just answering questions. So, but it is, it's nice to develop those relationships with companies who might not already have relationships with someone else, and they lean on you. And you bring up a very important point. Some of us call it scaling. For the business owner that is growing and wanting to duplicate themselves on a larger scale, business development and having somebody involved with being in business development, it becomes the face of your business, becomes the face of your company, and helps with that growth and expansion that allows you to afford other things. And how has that perspective from your career helped all these, these companies, starting with Hall and then going to San Joaquin and, and now here at the firm, how have you in business development been able to help these businesses grow and scale and, and duplicate themselves? It was a pleasure to be able to work with the late Harvey Hall. I helped him on his first campaign for mayor with Gene Tackett. And being able to build those relationships even stronger with our ERs and with our convalescent hospitals. My twin brother and I both were his PR guys. We did CPR. We were available 24-7. I know that's not the norm for people, but if you're going to make it in business today, you're going to make sure you're readily available to take those phone calls, that you're going to respond to those emails. You return that phone call back in 24 hours, respond back to those text messages, and they can rely on you. You have an issue, you have a problem, you have a concern, you call me. I don't care what day 
I don't care what time it is, if it's a Sunday at 6 p.m. Leaving and, and being at San Joaquin Community Hospital as the president for the foundation, the first president at the San Joaquin Community Hospital, was great because here I can take my relationships I built. My goal at that point was to help put together and us build and raise money to build a state-of-the-art cancer center. Nice. I've I met so many great people who were passionate about us growing our cancer services here and it be a standalone facility that's hospital-based, the meaning that it's on campus across the street as a hospital. Right. So if something happened, you just had to go across the street to the ER. You didn't have to go 10 miles here or 5 miles there. And the same physicians were there. It built up great relationships with these folks, people who are giving from their heart, giving $2 million gift, giving a 500000 giving a $1,000 gift. These are people who believe in what you're doing for this community. But it took a person and it took a group to go out and be able to, to speak that language and market that, that this is the facility. And when I tell you what we're going to do and what we're going to put in here and the, and the physicians, the practices, and the equipment, I'm not lying to you. It's going to happen. And they put that trust in you. It's the same thing coming here now to KDG. Condi Nutella Goldner has been here for over 65 years. They've done very well without me. But coming in here, I've been able to build new areas. I've been able to build up new clientele, been able to build up relationships that our firm didn't already have. And it just builds on top of that. Or And or we've had relationships with other major companies that we've had here, but we weren't doing all their work. We brought them in. Now we're their in-house counsel, and we're doing everything for them. And so they're at one firm, one-stop shop is what Kleine Nutella has to offer. High-end legal services with some extremely smart, intelligent attorneys and amazing staff that work hard. We have attorneys that work seven days at work here, and they're here for the clients. Kevin, you just gave the perfect roadmap for a business owner and business leader on how to expand and duplicate their business because that is something that gets lost, gets missed on a lot of business owners because so often the, the leaders of a business can't see the forest through the trees and they are not working on their business, they're working in their business. And I think what you just spoke about was absolutely perfect. So the listener of Vision Your Nation, you probably want to back that section back up and play it over again because it was absolutely spot on. Thanks, Thanks Mike. As a business leader, you are a visioneer. You are ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than your mainstream competition. But what about your message? If your clients and customers don't clearly understand what you can do for them, you are leaving money on the table. If you confuse, you lose. Here at Small Business Celebration, we have a seven-step solution that can clarify your message and put you in the game. Don't leave money on the table. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule a listening session today. We're here with Kevin Burton, who is the Administrative Director of Business Development and Governmental Affairs at Klein Dinatella Goldner, Attorneys at Law. And one of the things I wanted to inquire about is very deep and very personal. You are a Dodgers fan. Amen. Is there any other baseball team out there? Come on. This is Dodger country, baby. <laughs> and... Why the love of baseball? And for Visionary Nation, I am going somewhere with this. So why why baseball? 
I love baseball. Hits, you know, it's a it's a great pastime. It's a great family kind of atmosphere with your brothers, your sister, your parents, your good friends. It just brings back, for me, it brings back being a kid and playing baseball, eating the popcorn, eating you know, Cracker Jacks and, and having Dodger Dogs. There's nothing better than a Dodger <laughs> Dog. And having a soda pop, I, I absolutely love it. It's just fun. It's fun. You get to watch the whole game. I don't care where you're at in the stadium. You always have a really good view of the ball game itself. Right. And you meet so many great people there who are passionate about their team. And obviously, you know, there'll be ones out there who are – who are anti-Dodgers, who are out there at the game because we're playing the Giants or we're playing you know, the Padres. But I never turned down the opportunity to go watch a professional baseball game. Never. If I have the opportunity and I can go and I can attend, I'll go. I went to about four, four or five games this year so far. Well, this season, I should say. It's already <laughs> over with. It. The World Series is playing right now. Go Nats. <laughs> Not the Astros, because the Astros beat us two years ago. I was at the World Series. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. It's a long drive back home from L.A. long drive home from L.A. But it is um, baseball. The market of what baseball has done mm-hmm. to draw families alike from all aspects of your community from a very low economic society areas, impoverished areas, mm-hmm. to the highfalutin folks who could afford to you know, be in a suite. They're all there. Mm. They're all there. The kids who dream about going and playing baseball on TV, they see it. They're able to buy these $8 tickets and go to a Dodger game. And that's just, it's amazing to see that. Right. I love watching kids for their first time at a ball game. I've had the opportunity to go a couple different games years ago with a late friend of mine that has passed away since, but having his, his son there and my daughter have never had a baseball hit to them mm-hmm. and have one game. We got two foul balls. Wow. It was awesome. <laughs> and to be able to have that experience and just see them light up, it's priceless. Baseball, the majors has done a great job on the, the the aspect of marketing and drawing families and friends, and it's a great place to to take your clients. It's a great way to network. Just like we do on a golf course, it's the same thing you can do at a baseball game. I've taken lots of clients to Dodger games, mm-hmm. and it's a great tax write off. It is a great tax write off. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> And the success of the Dodgers wouldn't happen if they didn't have a great product to promote, even if they lose. That's right. And because of the the atmosphere that they do that. And how, in your career as in business development, have you been able to, to take the examples of baseball like that and make a very successful winning Win, winning career to the point that you have to pick and choose and on how many people on Facebook you can have because there's a limit, you know? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. There is 5,000. 5,000. And I think that's one of the reasons why people like LinkedIn so much more because there's only 30,000 there. Exactly. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, it, it, it's a, that's a great segue into to really how they have been able to market. And their market, obviously, is a strategy of – family atmosphere low price 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like going to Disneyland. Love Disneyland, but it's expensive. Unless you're sitting behind home plate and those tickets Ooh. are not cheap. My goodness, no. <laughs> I've only been there one time and I don't plan to ever go in there again. I, I think the guy that took that I took a seat was probably sick that day. <laughs> um, but no, I, when you're out in meeting with clients, the market is looking at what you're having to provide to the consumer. Hmm. We're all into it. If it's billboards, if it's radio, we're all in this business of marketing our companies. But we have to have the right performa. We have to make sure that we are in line with our vision and our mission of our organization, our company. I don't care if it's a small company with one or two employees. We, You have to be in line. You have to believe in that mission and vision. And you take that, and when you go out to meet and develop those relationships, you let them know what your vision, what your mission is in your organization. People mm. need to buy into that. They do. They have to buy into it. You can you can provide the best services but not have the best marketing abilities. You can be the best in the world. But you have to be able to help market and and I hate the word sell because it's not really a sell. Mm-hmm. But it's really embedding what your organization is all about and leaving the impression with that potential client of what you guys do and what you mean, and it's true. 24-7, they can reach you. I know it's difficult, but in today's world, this little this little box right here is called a phone. It's really your, your business Bible. We're the Bible when we go to church, and we have this business Bible that's with us 24-7. There's no reason you can't take that phone call or get back with somebody within 24 hours. That carries a long way. And when you're when you're with your clients, there was a time and place where you have to say, excuse me, but I need to take this. Give me a second. That's urgent. I have a client here real quick. You take the phone call. Excuse yourself for a minute. If it's not that urgent, just tell me. I'll call you right back. And after your lunch or after your meeting, you call them back. But clients would love to see that. Not you're distracted, but that you're taking care of business. And that's what what business is all about. And that's how I've been able to grow and be successful in just in business developing in the market aspect and just building relationships is because I'll let them know. You need something, I'm there for you. If I can't help you, I'll get the right people to you. And I can't tell you how many times a week, even though I'm not at the hospital anymore, that I get phone calls for folks who need to see a doctor, who need to get into Quest Imaging, who need to, or the loved ones going through the ER. I send out text messages to the CEO and to the staff. It's it's that type of relationships you've been able to develop that people still lean on you. And on the legal side now at KDG, every day, there's not a day goes by that I don't receive a phone call or a text message or emails of someone who has a legal need that I'll refer them to. Sometimes just a, just needs a question answered. That's it. Not going to be a bill. Just a question answered. Something simple. It doesn't take a lot. So I talked to you know one of the attorneys. 
get an answer for. But when they need someone later on, then they're going to call me back and they're going to use our firm. What you have described has not come by accident. Was there a specific point in time where you went through and learned this process the hard way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think the the transition being when I was with Harvey Hall and leaving and going to another organization when I left in 2000, it was tough because going into a marketing business development role that in a larger organization, larger companies, was very depressing. Mm. And I did not know what to do other than EMS. Mm. And it was, you know, I was taken out of my, out of my, my norm, out of my comfort zone and having to market and develop business relationships in another organization was very difficult. How so? Because my relationships I had been developing was through the Chamber of Commerce trying to market outside of the EMS side of just driving to the ER, seeing staff, seeing the ER doctors, going to convalescent hospitals, going to assisted living facilities, and meeting my normal people that I had come to be accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And new, new lingo was difficult outside that realm mm. because I was more on the business side now, building up in some of the even the higher white-collar industries that my only experience in that was dealing with our chamber functions, the ones I were able to attend, and with my dad, who was an executive for B of A. So I, I grew up in a business development type family because both my parents were bankers. Mm-hmm. Learned to gab from my dad, obviously, because <laughs> I have the gab, boy. <laughs> I have a gab. Goodness gracious. But you just had to work harder. And when people would say no, mm-hmm. hey, it's not really no. It's really, well, there's a possibility. <laughs> you say there's a chance. <laughs> I love the maybes. Maybe maybe not right now, but sometime in the future. Perfect. Right. I, the word no is a horrible word. We should get it out of our vocabulary. Well, it's like my mom used to say, what part of no don't you understand? The K or the W? <laughs> Sounds like my mom. <laughs> it it in in the business development world and marketing world, you want to have those. So you say there's a possibility, or you know, not right now, but I think later on, if there's an opportunity, I'd love to just reach out and use you guys just for a little bit on something. Hey, fine, use us. If it doesn't go well, and you don't like the services. No worries. Don't use it again. We'll still be friends. We're still going to go out and have a good time together. Right. But just give us the one opportunity. I'm picking up on several of the things that we've been talking about that you're, you sound like a big John C. Maxwell fan. Oh, yeah. Why is that? Well, because... And for those of you who don't know, John C. Maxwell, I mean, he's a book author, yeah. and he's written a lot of very important and very successful leadership books. And why is, are the works of John C. Maxwell important to you? Well, I think personally, on my perspective, mm-hmm. it's because you always 
put 110% of what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You take the leadership, you build that integrity, you continue to grow even when people push you down. Mm-hmm. You continue to get back up, dust yourself off, and just keep moving forward. Surround yourself around good, hardworking people. And there's the opportunities when you need to just be quiet and let others speak, you do that. And that's the toughest thing for me. It took me a while reading certain books. I like to talk. (laughs) And, And it was difficult for me to just stop and just let the others speak and just listen. And people like that, mm-hmm. and so it, it took me it took me a, a little bit, but um, I um, I really think he makes it easy when you look at yourself outside of the circle and you're looking in at people who are around you and who you surround yourself with, and ask yourself, what do I bring to the table? How am I going to benefit from? How am I going to build this? And how am I going to lead? Right. And that's why I always say surround yourself around great people. Have a great team. Because it's not team. There's no I in team. It's all of us. Right. When I'm out doing business development and I'm doing marketing here at the firm, yeah, I might develop the relationship in the beginning. But it's my team here at the firm who really solidifies and puts it all in perspective and helps put the deal together and makes those clients happy. Right. It's not me. Right. I don't do the legal work, but it's having the right people at the right time who can talk to talk and do the walk. And that's what it's all about. What is one thing Vision Your Nation can do today to help them grow a strong and profitable business? I think you really take a look at what your plan is and hopefully you have a plan in place of a three five seven year plan for your business Mm -hmm. and you look at where your growth is um where you want to be during that and what's what's it going to be what's your p&l look like right know your p&l please know your p&l have a good cpa right but go through because not every company not other Every organization has all the amount of money to put in the marketing and what you want to do. But hit hit your audience. If it's Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, those are free. You can't beat that. Yeah, you pay a few dollars to, to get your commercial on there. Do it. If you can, get on the Google. Get a hold of a person here in town that can help you on the Google on the search and bring you up higher in your area but again, saturate the areas that you can get the biggest bang for your buck or your market. It's the same thing with you. If it's just you as the CEO, the CO, the CFO, the business developer, you get out there. You take that time, develop those relationships, continue to build those relationships. Have your friends or other associates introduce you to other people who may need your services. It's those relationships, clients of yours who you have been very successful with, have them do a little story. Have them, you know, one of your marketing, when, you know, I look at one sheets. I don't like trifolds. Mm-hmm. So a one sheet front and back, have one or two clients on there who are, who can then tell their story, why are they with you. That's a, 
that's a million dollars right there. You can't beat that. When a client can talk about the services you provide for them and put their stamp of approval, you can't beat that marketing. So tap into those different services out there. Meet the Bakersfield Chamber of Commerce. Meet the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. They're both phenomenal organizations. Get involved and be there and get involved in community projects. People love to see companies who are embedded in our community get involved in something that's passionate to your heart. If it's cancer, if it's Marley's Mutts, if it's something out there, but get involved because people want to use do business with people who also do not-for-profit work and help our community out as well. And maybe keep Bakersfield Beautiful is another one. If you if you have the money and you have the time, get involved in Rotary. Get involved in Kiwanis. Get involved in Lions. Get involved in something. And I guarantee you'll be successful. Kevin, this has been a pleasure. I sincerely appreciate you coming on the Small Business Celebration Podcast. You've given a wealth of information and knowledge, and we thank you. Thank you for having me. I look forward to the next one. Sounds good. Thank Thanks, you. Bud. Ron, what's with the kazoo? That doesn't sound very much like Christmas holidays. It's because New Year's is just around the corner, and many small business leaders like to inspire their employees and their favorite clients for a terrific New Year ahead. And each time a visioneer reserves an order for our affordable tables, linens, plates, flatware, glasswares, and all the other decorations or tents you may need, we blow a kazoo. But what if I want to reserve all of our party needs from you at Geronco? Is it too late for the new year? Mike, I'll tell you and any member of Visionaire Nation that listens to this podcast, come on down to our shop at 7501 Brundage Lane here in Bakersfield or give us a call at 661-325-0855 or check us out on our website at Geronco Rentals. That's J-O-R-O-N-C-O Rentals with an S dot com. Wait, let me get a piece of paper and, and a pen. And that was 7501 East Brundage Lane here in Bakersfield at 661-325-0855 or on your website at Dronco Rentals. That's J-O-R-O-N-C-O rentals.com. <laughs> who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business leader who is a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Join the Visioneer tribe at Small Business Celebration on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. 
Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.